My name is Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveyors, and today I'm here with Rachel Bloomfield. Hi, Rachel, how are you? Hi, I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. So, what are you drinking today? Today, I have got a little cheeky Sauvignon, although I was thinking I really should have cracked out the bubbles because it is actually end of the year, last day of term today. Oh, oh is yeah. it? That's a beautiful yeah. glass. I really love that glass. It is. It's a bit obnoxious, I think, but I quite like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm fully on board with the obnoxiousness of that glass. I used to every year buy my mum glasses for Christmas, and then I felt mm. like I was turning into my dad who used to buy her brooches, so I've stopped doing it now. But you know, <laughs> the I get, token, I know, the I token get joy gift. out of finding a good wine glass. Oh, I like a good wine glass. Although I do like a good gin glass as well, where you can try and find those big like bowls, you know. Have you, turned, have you turned into an mm. utter snob when you go somewhere and they give you a really shit glass? Yes. Yeah, you feel 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite I mean, right. I'm going to drink it, but I'm going to judge you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Okay, so Rachel, <laughs> what is your business called and what do you do? Okay, so um, my business is Happy Cat Kids, and I am an online children's toy and gift store. I also have a new brand of teething uh, jewellery and teething accessories, um, which is called Harlia Rose. And so I sort of effectively run two businesses, although I am attempting to merge them. Um, so they kind of it all falls under Happy Cat Kids, uh, but uh, yeah, the teething brand is a new addition. So I am still sort of managing it separately, but trying to bring them together. <laughs> Do you have teeny tiny babies then? Is that what's inspired you? I don't know. I have, um, I have older children, well not older children, I've got a nine and a four year old. Um, so I started with the online toys and gifts, really inspired by, um, having bought countless ch children's birthday presents um i love buying kids birthday presents but i know loads of people don't and um and i just really enjoyed it i like sourcing things but i also know it can be a real pain in the ass when you're trying to find stuff and you're looking online and you've got millions of different websites open and then you're scrolling backwards and forwards and so yeah the reason why i kind of came up with happy Hat kids and set that up was just to have an online place where it saved parents time when you want to buy kids birthday presents you could just go to one place and source all that and so that's kind of how that began um i added the the teething brand this year um because that was an area that i wasn't covering in happy Cat kids i wasn't really covering the baby gifts um it was more kids uh, more children's gifts so i kind of added that so now I'm branching out into baby gifts and new mum gifts um, as well. So I'm so past the whole teething thing. Although I, weirdly, great timing, probably could do with it myself. I am currently teething because my wisdom tooth is moving oh, my teeth. I know. Ouch. So I sit here That's doing this nice, all the time. So I could do with your stuff. But I, <laughs> I'm so... I'm so past the teething stage. My kids are now 11 and 13, feral ages. And I, mm. all I remember was them having Ashton and Parsons teething oh, the powder. powder. Yeah. Other than that, there wasn't really much for them other than biting my finger and stuff like that. So what sort of stuff do, is available for babies now? 
Yeah, so basically what we're finding, um, what's happening sort of more and more these days is, is parents are becoming sort of more and more aware of what their kids are putting in their mouths. And when they're teething, they want to put everything in their mouth, absolutely everything. And, um, you know, so what we have, what I have with the brand, with the Harley Rose brand, is everything is food grade silicone. So it's all completely safe to be chewed. There's no plastics, there's no toxic chemicals um so they can have so they can they can chew on it and it's safe and it can go in the fridge if you want to add it you know an extra cooling to their gums a little bit more um a little bit more uh soothing and you can also keep them you know nice and clean just by washing them with soapy water they can also go in the dishwashers you can just chuck them in it's really easy oh my god so i would have loved of, that yeah in a dishwasher. i want to Absolutely. i want to get to the stage I would have loved them to have got to the stage where you could put the children in the dishwasher so they came out clean, but I'm led Absolutely. to believe that that's socially unacceptable. Maybe not. Although, like, sticking them out in the garden and hosing them down, I think also works quite well. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, so they have... So we have, like, teething, like, uh, little toys for them to chew, but um, our sort of more popular ranges are... Um, what you can see I'm wearing now, actually, is jewellery that parents can wear. Um, because obviously once you've got a teething baby, they're grabbing everything. You're grabbing your hair, your ears, um, any jewelry that you're wearing gets grabbed and they want to put it in their mouth. And so what happens as a parent is you just stop wearing all jewelry because you don't want them chewing on your, um, dangly earrings and pulling those out. And you don't want them chewing on your nice, you know, fancy necklaces. So, um, yeah, the idea is that these are all silicone, so again, they can all just be washed um, and it's completely safe for them to have a good old chew on and, and, and nibble with as well. So that's the idea is that then you as a mom can still wear things that look quite cool, like funky, we have them in all funky colours and the different styles of beads. Um, yeah, it just allows you to kind of wear something a little bit stylish still rather than just being like, oh, well, now I'm a mom, I can't, uh, can't wear any jewellery anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of does feel like that, though. I suppose you feel like you need to wear certain clothes because the baby's going to be sick on you and they're going to pull at you. <laughs> and, you know, you don't, you'd, like you said, you don't want to wear the dangle earrings or anything like that. So, so do you think about the aesthetics of how these things look then? Because obviously, you know, as a mum, we try our best to get back into the world of looking half yeah. decent. So, I mean, yeah. that I wouldn't have known that was a teething necklace at all. No. And no, it's something I that I probably would wear. Them. Yeah, I actually wear mine quite a lot. I mean, my kids are nowhere near teething age either. Mine are older, but um, yeah, I quite like them because they're just kind of fun beads and they're all like nice different colours. And yeah, so I always try and um, we have, I have such a wide range of different shades and different colours and different shapes. Like these are the round beads, but we have like uh, flat oval beads and all sorts of different combinations as well because yeah, loads of people want different things and some people prefer the neutral ones we have lots of like ones that are in like greys and creams and blacks and then some people really like I quite like all the bright colours so we have like the aqua and like indigo and uh, berry colours a few shows quite a popular one as well which is like a real deep bright pink um so yeah and then the idea is that they they can either choose a neutral one that goes with all their outfits or they can buy two or three and uh 
have different colours to match different outfits. We also have like bangles as well in the same um, in the same material, so they're like nice and squishy, and they're quite handy as well if you are working as well because you know like when you have bangles and you like typing and they just clank about it drives you mad, yeah, it drives you mad, and you're not taking them off. Yeah, because these are squishy and rubbery, um, you can wear them and they don't bash about. So I quite like wearing those as well. <laughs> so that sounds to me like an awful lot of hard work developing this sort of thing getting it produced and all of that what in reality how long has it taken you from the madcap idea to actually getting it onto your website um yeah it's it is quite a bit of work it is something that i um so i let me think i mean it's it's sort of months of of getting the website sorted and stuff I actually um I actually took over the brand um so some of that pre-work was done for me thankfully um but uh it was then a case of me having to um source new ranges new colors and yeah update all the websites and because I now have them live on both my Holly and Rose website and my Happy Cat Kids website um it's uploading everything onto both sites and um monitoring the stock levels quite carefully as well is quite tricky um to just keep that updated all the time when you've got two sites running simultaneously but yeah it's 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 quite a bit of work and um tricky timing because I, I I took over the, the Holly and Rose brand very uh, a few weeks just before we all went into lockdown so um it's been a bit of a juggle where I had all these plans of everything I was going to do with it and then uh yeah things have not been quite gone to plan <laughs> I haven't had well, as much time as I thought interestingly you say that though but I've I've never done so much internet shopping as I have since mm, we went into mm. lockdown I'm literally on first name terms with the Amazon delivery guy even yes. if I'm out for a walk with my dog in another street he'll say hi Denise I mean, Brilliant. It's just, I love that. yeah it's bad news he's here yeah. every day I have found that yeah I have found that actually sales have been great like during lockdown I thought at the start oh my god like there was a couple of weeks at the start where everyone just sort of went into a bit of panic and everyone yeah. just stopped doing anything and everything um and I was like oh my goodness what was I going to do because I was also, um, I had a pop-up shop in my town um, with another uh, fantastic children's business who makes children's clothing. And we had this gorgeous little pop-up boutique um, that was meant to be a six-week pop-up. And we got to about week four and then everything started all going to pot. So we literally just had to get out. And so it was all a bit crazy because we had such great plans and we were like, oh, maybe we'll make this more long-term. And yeah, and then everything changed. But yeah, sales-wise online, you know, has picked up and has been great. And that's been amazing because people have been really supporting small businesses during this time. Because I think everyone's been aware that kind of where they want to, who they want to support and where they want to sort of spend their money. And so that's been lovely. That has been great that that has been coming along I guess for me the tricky part has been just juggling juggling everything around the kids and around homeschooling and all that the same as everybody else Um, yeah so so things like admin wise and updating things has has uh, really taken a bit of a hit and um, I'm very behind on all sorts of things that I should be a bit further along with (laughs) I will raise a glass glass to that I um, am yes no don't Claire, if you're watching, I'm so sorry. I haven't done anything. I mean, obviously, I'm working every day, but I just, all of those bits go through the, go completely yeah. out the window. Because every time you have I to sit prioritize, down, don't you? Yeah, like every time I sit down to do something that's like, you know, kind of that sort of 
business kind of level yeah. rather than customer level yeah the kids will come along and say i want mm-hmm. a snack or the dog will start barking mm-hmm. at me or the husband will say can i play golf and that and that's it i'm just like oh god yeah, yeah. I've, i know it's tiny, been tricky I've lost my tiny mind. And all those evenings where I could sit and drink wine and, and get all those bits done, they, they're not there anymore. There's a no. bloody child in my office every day. Yeah, I found like I've lost my evenings as well. I kind of had yeah. all this idea that How I would just, just have evenings. But well, my daughter just stays up later and later and later now. Because she's not going to school, you don't have that threat of like, you've got to go to school because you've got, you know, got to go to bed because you've got to get up for school. But she's not getting up for school. So she's just like up. She's up until I go to bed. So uh, yeah, so the, the time is, um, is, is quite lost. But um, hey, ho, it'll, it'll all even out soon. <laughs> Hopefully. It will. Does it feel to you like there is some level of, I was about to say level of normality. I'm not sure we're ever going to get back to normal. I don't even think there was ever a normal. I'm not normal. But <laughs> can you see some kind of um, level happening? Because I, I think I feel like yeah. there might be. Um, a little bit. I definitely, with stuff opening back up, it has made a bit of a, it has made a bit of a difference that being able to go to places and take the kids places I mean that's huge like I didn't really realize with my kids that because neither of them were in any of the groups that could have gone back to school um they hadn't done anything we've been getting like online um food deliveries every week so we hadn't even been going to the supermarkets we really had done basically nothing and then I kind of realized that they got to a point where they I think they didn't realize that they could you know as some stuff started driving back up so I've been trying to take them places now like I took them today just to the cafe and took them for cake like because celebrate school ending and so yeah I do think there's um there's an element now um of stuff starting to open up so you can start to take them places and we're really lucky because our um local uh, like holiday club is going to run through the summer so oh, um, wow yes so I have been able to put my kids into um a few sessions there so uh, that is going to be great great for them to be able to like hang out with their friends and have some kind of normality and great for me to have some days where I can actually work without uh, interruptions so yeah, yeah so hope- I'm looking for I'm looking forward to that <laughs> yeah hopefully you don't have a day like I did today when I had no kids and no dog and I just basically <laughs> lost my mind completely and just couldn't concentrate on anything so yeah. fingers crossed it is you have a far it's more hard. productive day than I do so well, what other than the kind of covid and god knows what's going to happen what is your plans for the business um so well, I have a couple of a couple of plans really um so twofold I guess so we've happy cat kids um I am expanding my range there as much as I can at the moment I'm really like focusing at the moment on eco toys and more sustainable gifts because that is really what I'm finding people are looking for a lot more and I have a huge range of wooden toys and those are those have been really really popular so I'm now trying to expand that eco range as well so I've got like gorgeous things like teddies that are made like 100% from recycled plastic bottles um and I have things like little bamboo eating sets instead of the sort of plastic bowls and spoons and so a lot of things like that I'm really trying to to build that range um and also um going into sort of themed gift box thing as well so whereby you can buy like a gift box for a dinosaur fan or a unicorn fan um, with everything sort of already in there. So I'm starting to, I've started to bring those into my range. I want to increase those loads. Um, I'm also hoping to have um, another pop-up shop um, on the run up to Christmas. 
So in my local town, I'm hoping to have a store in the town. I'm based in Letchworth in Hertfordshire, North Hertfordshire. Oh, cool, not far. Yeah, so we had a a lovely... um, I love the little pop-up. I've done it a couple of times in town now um, in, in our shopping centre. So I'm hoping to do something again like that as well on the run up to Christmas because that's obviously when people are most shopping for children's gifts. <laughs> so um, yeah, it'd be great to capture that. And then with the um, with Mahalia Rose brand, with the teething um, jewellery and the teething accessories, I am really going to uh, focus on wholesale on that as well so i have it at the moment in a few retail shops but obviously when that was my big plan to crack on and get out and visit those um little boutiques and then obviously everything shut down so <laughs> that is sort of my plan for the back part of the year is to really get back onto that and um and start getting it out in a lot more independent retailers um around the country so yeah no, I love that. We interviewed um, Tommy and Lottie. They do, um, it's an ethical clothing brand, brand um, mm. unisex clothing brand for children. So, you know, maybe that's a good um, collab for you because she was, mm. she was so knowledgeable about all that side of things. I mean, they're just, I don't know, mm. things, have, things have changed so much since I had kids. I was very into the kind mm. of, you, well, I'm not a um, girls wear pink and boys wear blue. I had one daughter mm. that was very kind of floral and another daughter who was dressed as a dinosaur so she was about five. So, yeah. I, exactly. So I, when I was talking to her on the podcast, it was just so lovely to, for there to be a complete brand that you could go to and, and not feel like you were labelled or anything like that. So that might be someone that you could meet. Mm. And she was so knowledgeable mm. about all the eco stuff because, you know, I just... I feel like we didn't have those options when I had my kids, you know. No, it is it is a bit of a minefield. Yeah, it is a bit of a minefield, but it's definitely something that is becoming sort of more and more important to people, and, and, and rightly so, you know, it's, it's a way oh, we yeah, should, as it should need to move forwards, yeah. Yeah, completely. But yeah, I mean, think uh, like, about our consumption. Yeah, I mean, when, I, when my kids were babies and toddlers, you know, the, the house was just full of plastic, colourful mm. plastic crap. <laughs> It's still and a, I was, a little bit, but I am well, working my way through it. <laughs> I was really conscious of it, but it, it was just no avoiding it at all. Yeah, it was really hard yeah, to find something interesting that kept their imagination going for more than a couple of seconds that wasn't plastic oh, yeah. tat batteries and yeah well that's somewhere where I really focus on with my buying actually for the children's toys because what I find as well with like the more sustainable toys um, a lot of the eco-friendly toys often are quite neutral and there's this real trend for this kind of scandy um, minimal style and I know that's a huge trend and I know loads of people love it but personally I love a pop of colour like I really like colour and I really like fun designs so the stuff I always um, source for the shop and what I look for is stuff that is eco-friendly and is sustainable but is a bit more bright and a bit more fun for the kids and attractive for the kids because I think yeah I know a lot of people love to have this real minimal look but I also know that loads of kids love bright attractive colorful things so I try to find a balance in, in between 
I wouldn't be able to keep my house minimal for more than a couple of seconds. So no, me neither. You know, I'm really yeah. not a minimal person. <laughs> Throw a bit of colour at it. Oddly enough, though, when I go on holiday, I always go for minimal. Maybe it's just because you know I, I aspire to maybe feel like that <laughs> yeah. every so often. I know. I yeah. look through all these like Insta feeds of people, and I just think, oh my goodness, those rooms are beautiful. But yeah, my house is never going to look like that. <laughs> and I don't want it to either. I like a house that looks like no. it's lived in. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Completely. So going back to your business, when you were, you know, the mum that was buying all these, you know, toys and stuff like that, what took you from being that person to starting your own business on it? What were you before? Do you have experience in this or was it just a madcap idea that you kind of took and ran with? It was a little bit of a makeup idea, I think. Um, no, my background before kids, I was a model agent for many years and ran a kids model agency. So I had a lot of experience with dealing with dealing with parents and dealing with kids and dealing with photography and that side of things, um, but not not in the retail sector at all, um, other than providing the models for the retail um, outlets and for the for the catalogs and stuff like that. So I had a lot of the experience with the photography side of things and uh, the mark- marketing but not not with the buying and the stuff itself but yeah it was just kind of I had um quite a lot of time off um with both my kids when they were young and then uh, so I was a long time out of the workplace and when my youngest started preschool I was like you know enough like I I need something for myself now as well like I'll always be mum first 100% my kids will always come first but I also want something a little bit for myself as well. And um, so I knew I wanted to start my own business. It was just a kind of, what do I want to do? And I just, I I kind of brainstormed loads of different ideas and I was kind of, where are my interests? Where are my skills? And it was around buying gifts and especially with buying gifts for kids. Like by then I took both my kids bought, you know, many things for them. And then all the, we've got loads of nieces and nephews and friends, kids and stuff. And I bought loads of stuff for them. And then all the children's parties, the hundreds of those and trying to source different things for that. And so I just felt like I'd had so much experience in, in buying gifts, but also felt that frustration of where you're just scrolling backwards and forwards. And, um, can't remember you know you've got 20 windows open on your um, computer and you can't remember which one was where and then trying to remember to go back and and then comparing this and that so I just thought yeah there's something here to um to just have sort of one space where someone can come and they know that everything's um you know it's all been sourced I kind of get everything road tested by the by my kids and like my nieces and nephews and everything so I I kind of know that things are going to be popular, like kids are going to like them. Um, and that was sort of how it, it came about, really. So where can people find you then? So um, I my website is happycatkids.co.uk um, and everything is on there. And then I am also at happycatkids on all the socials. Um, Instagram and Facebook are where I'm most active. Um, you can also find me at happycatkids on Twitter and Pinterest as well. But it's areas where I'm still still developing, but definitely Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can also, all my teething brand is also at um, haliarose.co.uk, which is H-A-L-I-A rose.co.uk um, as well. But, but all the, pretty much all the teething brand is now over on the Happy Cat Kids site as well. So that's tend to be where I direct people. <laughs> Well, no, it's good that you can find it on two different sites because if you're just directing towards the 
the teething, then they'll, you know, find a Harley Road. Yeah. And then if not, the happy cat yeah. kids. No, I love yeah. that. Okay. So more about you then. What would be your three tips for somebody to get into the kind of toy industry, online retail industry, or even the kind of, you know, baby or mother and baby kind of, you know, jewelry with a purpose industry your mm, whole mm. breadth of knowledge what's your three mm. top tips so I would say definitely get in with a group of other sort of small businesses like find out other small businesses and see what they're doing and you know get in sort of a bit of a little gang because that is can be absolutely invaluable to just be able to share tips to help each other um yeah i've used that loads there's a really really lovely sort of shop small kind of community um especially over on instagram um where you can find other small businesses other retail businesses a lot of them there's a big crossover and people worry about that sometimes thinking that it's competition but it really isn't everyone is lovely and everyone really everyone that I've come across in this sort of small business world just really supports each other and um, it's that is really that can be fantastic and you just have people that you can just say ah how do I do this what do I do with that what do you find with this and just you know the breadth of knowledge that comes from that is absolutely vital um the other thing I would say is um go for getting like inspiration i find um that trade shows are brilliant um i'm hoping that they're going to start running again at some point yeah that um, must be something yeah. that completely shut down yeah exactly i mean then the, i mean the thing with the trade shows is they tend to be there's just big ones sort of twice a year so luckily we got the first ones in um before things happened um and then the next round would normally be september time which those aren't going to happen but for me as a small business like i often find maybe going once a year is enough because you meet so many different um fantastic brands at them that kind of like you need time to add them because I'm like a kid in a candy store like I I go to these and I get like stacks of brochures and I just want to stock them all on my website like immediately so I have to really rein myself in and try and um and try and do it gradually so I find that probably once you've been to a trade show once in a year you've got enough for um for the rest of the year to kind of gradually eke that out um so those would be two tips and then I would probably say um to just really like build yeah build relationships on like social media because a lot of people think that you just get yourself a presence on social media and you're going to sell through that but really it isn't they aren't really about selling like they are about sort of building those relationships with sort of other people in the industry other businesses and then other sort of parents or the sort of mum bloggers and all this sort of stuff it's you've really got to sort of build you've got to take time to really build those relationships and that will, will help you in the long run but you it's a long game like you've got to be patient how long have you been in it so i set up happy cat kids in um well, I started developing the website in September 2018, so uh, nearly two years now. Um, yeah, two years. Ah, exciting. Yeah, it's gone quick. <laughs> oh, God, it does, doesn't it? All of it flies by. You look at your kids, they are the example of things that fly by. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant so we're coming to the end of the podcast and i always end all of the podcast with the eight mile moment so okay i think i don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me 
I love Eminem and I love the eight mile and he does all of his rap Brilliant. battles. Rap battles, I say, and the worst <laughs> things about him. Skinny is why he lives in a trailer so that nobody can come back at him. So, Rachel, what are yes. the worst things about you? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, the worst bits about me is I am terrible at making decisions. I overthink everything. <laughs> and um, I often, I still suffer with a little bit of imposter syndrome. I'm really working on it, but um, I do have a lot of imposter syndrome where I think, I, I look at Instagram and Facebook and all these other businesses and I think they've all got it and they've all got these amazing successful businesses and I'm just floundering along, pedaling desperately underwater. Um, so I am working really hard on that actually, but that I, yeah, that is something I battle with quite a lot. <laughs> I think everyone does to a certain extent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're okay with them. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And as always, if thank anyone you. else wants to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast, you can contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk. Say goodbye, Rachel. Bye-bye. Thanks Bye. for having me.